Welcome to the Jim Norton and Sam Roberts podcast. Yeah, this week uh, we have Sam Morrill featured we, on the podcast. Yes, we take our interview with Sam Morrill. We remove it from the satellite airwaves and we bring it down to the internet so that you may enjoy it as well. If you like what you hear, listen to us on Sirius XM every Monday through Thursday, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. And if you don't like what you hear, do it anyway. That's right. You can get a free preview as well at SiriusXM.com slash Jim and Sam. And uh, you could also just listen to the podcast. Yep. Sam Morell is here with us. Yo. Same time tomorrow. The new Netflix special yeah. is out now. How good does that feel? Signing on to Netflix, seeing your big head. By the time, by the time you get stuff in this business, you're like, whatever. They beat they, you they down. They beat it they out beat of you. you. Yeah. Down. Yeah. You don't yes. even celebrate. It, it, yeah, I was just like, all right. Yeah. I was ready to put it on YouTube. I was kind of like, I was, I accepted it would be on YouTube, and I was fine. Then my agent was like, Netflix wants it, and I was like, all right, okay, yeah. whatever, dude. My enthusiasm waned after my first Friday night videos. <laughs> <laughs> it just goes away. You're just like, all right, yeah, yeah. No, it's it's cool. It's a lot of people. It's a lot of people were coming out of my past who were like, oh, I just saw it. You know, and I'm like, oh, all right, so now I have to get like eight more lunches, I guess. If this was on YouTube, <laughs> it wouldn't have been a problem, but uh, yeah, you know. the people come, oh, we watched you on. It's like, all right, I'm glad you did. I appreciate that. What do you want me to tell you? Yeah, yeah, no, it was uh, it's nice, it's it's definitely uh, yeah, but it is one of those things I feel like where it's like, can you believe you have a Netflix special? You're like, yeah, yeah, yes, I, yeah, yeah it, I'm, it, I'm there. It's nice because I guess the people that watch the YouTube specials are like, they're like, like, hell yeah, you did it. And I'm just like, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it's good. I, <laughs> it's cool. It's, it's, I feel like the ship is sinking, you know, there's oversaturation. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's good to be on Netflix, but I also think like none of this is, it's all going to have to be our own channels. Now it's all going to have to be like, we have a YouTube channel or a podcast. It's, it's not about the streamers. Anymore. But isn't that part of the oversaturation and not that it's like, I mean, what else are you going to do? But it's just, there's so much material in general like everyone's putting out multiple like people are putting out multiple specials a year now because they're yeah. putting it on their youtube channel and then they're also doing podcasts and then they're also oh, like and brutal. you can come see yeah. me live oh it's my, like, my timeline on instagram is just like two two open micers I was like just being like so what do you think about the queen dying they're like i don't know dude yeah, <laughs> I, my, whole, my whole timeline like why don't we everyone i'm so glad i'm not an open micer anymore yeah just everyone weighing in on top of all the content being an open micer and needing a podcast like out of the gate you need a you're like yes. oh we got to do we got to start a podcast it's like it's like just now we have to have like bands as comedians. It's like <laughs> I we have to have a band. Yeah. I loathe all the content. I can't stand it. I just I get it. But it helps, but uh, I just I can't. It's every, It's it isn't over. It's just constant. Everybody's got my take, my take, my and I get yeah. it. But I, I'm not. Yeah, we interested. have to do it. But it's, sure. it's overwhelming. And and content is killing quality because there's this need for us to just constantly be like, here's another thing. Here's another thing. I'm so jealous of comedians like Rami Youssef who just like have a Hulu show. Yeah. Yeah. And he, like, does like one couch late night interview a year yeah and then he's like i'm good <laughs> you know he'll do like one stand-up special one couch interview and he's good i mean we all have to just be on at all times and it's uh i guess you know people are commuting it's good for the like they want to listen i have friends who are like i listen to you on this podcast i'm like really 
Yeah. <laughs> I forget people listen. Like, you just yeah. go and like, I'll just I'll just see Jim and Sam. You forget that people listen to these, but yeah. they listen. I yeah. always I always feel that way too. Like whenever I do anything, that no one is listening to it. I'm in this recent. I think yeah. that, but I just uh, I never feel like oh this is gonna help. I just do it and whatever <laughs> it you, does, it does. Wouldn't you tell like young comics to like just wait? Like you don't have to do it all now. Like it's not time. You don't even if you were to succeed two years in. It's the worst time to succeed because you're not ready for it. Like, don't you think that? Well, that's like, what happens at these clubs. Like, I'm sure you see it all the time. There'll be these like, you know, there'll be some TikTok or YouTube sensation right. on the on the calendar, and I'm like, how was the show? And they're like, well, we sold out seven, but they were all terrible. Yeah, that's what you hear. <laughs> so they come out the first time, but like, are they going to come back to see that guy? No, no way. so you're right. I mean, it's, and it uh, spoils the YouTube. Like, if you watch a guy, like I love that guy on YouTube. I'm going to go see his show, and he's terrible. Yeah. Then like the next time you see him on YouTube, you're like, oh, that's that guy that sucked. Yeah. I heard Bill Burr once say about uh, people who post their first stand-up set now. He's like, it's like if De Niro posted his first audition. Like you don't want to see that shit. Right. Yeah. Bury it. Yeah. Bury, bury it. it. Oh yeah. man, I'm so glad that most of my early sets are on like VHS. Yeah. You know? And like they're nowhere to be found. But oh, they're fucking. I wouldn't want to those to live anywhere my first tape of myself that i can recall at all i was in it for like six months i was six months in i don't think i had i never taped i you know you just didn't maybe some guys did it but you didn't uh nobody was walking on video cameras then I, I wish i had one yeah that's the worst part of these old o and a shows lasting forever on youtube it's like literally the first time i touched a microphone yeah and i'm like i don't I, this can go away. So, like, oh, no, that's yeah. out there. Yeah, that, that's forever. Is, that's yeah. forever. Yeah, but now it's like you think of all those interactions we've had. Like now, comics will post. Like I post a lot of crowd work just to promote gigs. Just sure. To get, and you, I see you post it sometimes too. But it's uh, I post bombs. <laughs> the bombs. I post bombs. But then you'll see these comics. They'll post crowd work, and they're like, they're just such a need for content. It'll be like, where you're from? They're like Toledo. They're like Toledo, and that's just up there. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, I, who are you, Clinger from Mash? <laughs> Come see me. Hey, no. Well, any any birthdays here tonight? Yeah, me. Happy birthday. Yeah. That's the whole yeah. clip. Yeah, coming a, to P Poughkeepsie. <laughs> you should just get on the mic and go, "Hi, I wanted to just prove that I do exist," and then post that. Yeah, it's worthless. Yeah, I've seen clips where I'm like, I get it that you're supposed to do reels now, but like, this didn't accomplish the goal. Like, I didn't watch this clip and go. Man, I didn't know they were that funny. But, yeah. but you can't blame them because everyone sure. just feels this pressure. Like, I got to get that dopamine rush and I got to get the, I got to sell some tickets. Even like younger comics have the pressure to sell tickets now because maybe they got a gig because they have like 80,000 followers and they're like, you better, you better sell some tickets. And if you yeah. don't, you feel like an asshole. So. I post less now. I just got so sick of it and so disgusted. I'm, not that it's wrong to do because it, it does work. I just, I'm like, ugh, I just, I feel like I don't enjoy it. Are people I, unwilling to be that sort of, like, young, broke comedian that's going to take a few years before they do anything, or... Well, I don't know. I think, I, on some level, it's probably good, because you, you, you like, look, you're doing a podcast that is going to live forever, probably, but at least you're getting, like, you're getting good at podcasting, you know? Right, like, you're you guys, hours you guys have been yeah. doing this forever, yeah. and it, there's a reason you're good at it. It's yeah. not like you just hop on a podcast and get good. So maybe that's good that they are, are honing those skills. But, uh, yeah, I kind of loved when I started in New York that I could fail in, like, the shadows. I did, yeah. like, ha, or comic strip or something. No one's watching you at comic strip. And, and it's tough to fail in private in New York because so many comics are around. Like, I hate when I'm at the cellar and I'm running an hour 
in one of those side rooms and I see comics coming in because I'm like, these are fucking bad, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want people to see it. Yeah. Still to this day, I don't want people to see it. I'm always happy if there's a comic in the room and my stuff is shit. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) good. (laughs) 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 Fucking beat it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Fuck them. You do have to have that confidence that you've reached a point where it's like, I can have a bad set without people thinking I'm a bad comedian. (laughs) No, I know. I just, I sometimes there are ideas that are so loose and I'm like this I just need to see if there's anything here and I don't want people to see that process you know it's like it's too it's too bare it's like, I, don't, I don't want people to see that shit the worst is when you're doing a really hacky premise yeah and you see a guy you're like oh this is embar- <laughs> that's embarrassing it's like getting caught with a fatty <laughs> dude yeah. I, but you were you and like Quinn like it's funny those early shows of the cellar because you guys always have new topical shit so I'm like oh, all right I get to hear like other angles on topical shit it's, yeah uh, those early shows are the best. I, I prefer them. I, yeah. I prefer them, yeah, because people aren't quite as drunk. You know? yeah. and, I, and I get up in the morning, so I like to just go home. Yeah. yeah so yeah. I just added nothing there. No, no, it's, it, the only facts are good, the, too. Facts I know. Are, facts the, late are show, the late show is fun because of a tale, that, but like, I don't really do the late shows anymore. So he'll... I'll, <laughs> Hope he keeps the language to a minimum. <laughs> <laughs> hey, keep it clean. There's families. But uh, no, yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I'm waking up. It's like the road every day and every week and shit. So you just like you get in that schedule when you're doing late shows every night. Then you just start going to bed at like four. You get home at three. You go to bed at four. It's not like you just like come home and fall asleep. It's fucking crazy. Do you do anything fun on the road? I'm a pile of shit on the road. I do nothing. You're too. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I antique when I'm on the road. I go antiquing. Do you really? Yeah. Oh yeah. my God. Times have changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, antiquing. I go antiquing. I, Rhode Island was not good for antiquing. But yeah, that's what I do on the road. I, I just, remember I was He literally the- came in on Monday. He was like, he was like, Rhode Island, the shows were great. The antiquing was not. <laughs> yeah. Was, I, I think the word I used was subpar. <laughs> That's hilarious. Jim, do, he does the same shit my parents do I, when yeah. they travel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I remember going on, there's on the road with Aziz on Sorry once, and and we went to an antique. I think it was me, Phil Hanley, Aziz, and uh, we went into some store, and Aziz just bought some giant, like, golden lion. <laughs> we're like, this is the weirdest uh, road experience ever. Like, you guys get fucked up on the road? No, you know, we just watched Aziz buy a lion. That's <laughs> That's, you know what it is though? That's fucking big theater money act. Yes. Like that's just like I'm gonna blow fifteen grand today, for, and that's what that's that. It was makes cool. A lot of money, yeah. It was pretty cool. Yeah, no, we. Uh, I don't do shit on the road. I mean, when I'm with like Gary Veter, we he's obsessed with finding good food. He's a fucking lunatic. Mm-hmm. He, you know what he did? We were in uh, Buffalo. And Gary will always tell the wait staff at the club, he's like, he's like, order from this restaurant. This is what we want. He's like a foodie. Yeah. So then. Like he'll research it. Yeah. And wow. he goes, I want one tuna tartare. And I'm like, come down. You know, in and Buffalo? Then, what about yeah, Brave? Oh, oh, it gets worse. So I get off stage and the waitress goes, they didn't have tuna tartare. So we got you oysters uh, takeout. <laughs> And I was like, oysters? And I'm like, uh, you know, there's like no ice in there. It's, I'm kind of like, I've never had oysters takeout. That no. sounds like insane. And Gary's like, it's fine. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know, dude. And then he eats one. And he, I did that dumb thing where like, I know it's not fine. But I watch him do it. I'm like, ah, fuck it. So I start doing it. He gets off stage. He's like, I can't stop burping. I think I'm going to be sick. I'm like, yeah, dude, we just ate fucking takeout oysters. Yeah. <laughs> we're very, we're going to be sick. We're lucky if we get off with light diarrhea. Yeah. And we got off with light diarrhea. Hey, but you did have the shits. <laughs> oh, it was awful. It was bad shits. But uh, 
Yeah, I mean, I I told him like if we get violently ill and miss our flight, like we deserve it. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody ever wants fuck. You don't want to eat oysters out of a brown paper bag or with a stapled <laughs> top on a bag. No. You don't want Uber Eats bringing your fucking oysters. Seafood coming, is terrifying. Coming out of a styrofoam never container. No. no. Yeah. And and in Buffalo, I'm like, are these yeah, no, these are in... Niagara oysters. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. Where do they pull them out of fucking Lake Erie? There's there's no fucking ocean there. I got sick in Vegas one time, really sick. I, I had I had gotten caught, uh, let's just say, intriguing on the phone. Uh, my girlfriend busted me like horrendous. Like, oh, that was when I had printed out the text. Um, intriguing. In dirt, talking dirty on the phone, but wow. I, I, I had accidentally, uh, I, I had saved them to my computer, and my girlfriend at the time, <laughs> I didn't realize I printed them. So she had a school project, and she pulled my printed text out. With her school, seven pages of me talking dirty to another girl, trying to wow. fuck her. It was a bad scene. Um, Texts text in the printer. It's literally the only time. This is yeah, well over a decade ago. Yeah, yeah. but I, and I've told that story before. But sure. uh, but but uh, I as to make up for, I took her to Vegas. Like I took her for ten days in Vegas. I fucked up so bad. Wow. Um, and I got violently ill. Eating seafood, I think it was the Bellagio or wherever. I, I think, but I went and I had like the crab special, and I'm like, you don't do that in a fucking place with no ocean. You don't... I do it every time. You're every crazy. time in Vegas, I do it. <laughs> every seafood. time at like a shitty. I was in Reno once, and they had oysters Rockefeller, and I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> I ate all. It was like a shitty Reno thing. I ate so much, and uh, yeah, I was like, of course I'm fucking. You get this. Disgustingly ill, but like, did I'm you get Reno. sick? Yeah, but I'm in, fucking, I'm in of Reno. Of course, I got sick. Sure, but it was worth it. It was, uh, yeah, those crab leg buffets. I'm like, I love crab, dude. Dude, like, I love the, a you buffet. You make the decision. You yeah. go like, yeah, this is gonna fuck me up, but you know what? I'm gonna yeah. do it. it you ever eat so the buffet good. at the win? It's the fucking best buffet the on best earth. Buffet. Yeah. yeah, and also the Four Seasons in L.A. On Sunday they have like a brunch. I don't even know if they're doing. It. A lot of places stop buffets after COVID. But they said Larry Flint used to eat there wow. every week. But buffets are like Vegas's. They have they have shows. They have casinos. They have buffets. And, but the Win Buffet was fucking stellar. It's like a forty-five minute wait for it. It was so good. I still remember that. Remember that uh, Nick DiPaolo roast joke with the People versus Larry Flint. It was a uh, Courtney Love, and he goes, uh, "You played a crack addicted whore. How do you prepare for that role? Do you follow yourself around for a year and a half?" <laughs> I remember seeing that. That's when Comedy Central would like let you go fucking hard. Yeah, and you Nick, did, you Nick did is, a couple of those. I did one only because Saget requested me. Oh, nice. Uh, but they never wanted to give me any of those. No. Um, were you tight with Saget? We were friends. Yeah. I yeah. mean, uh, we we were tight. Like we we didn't talk all the time, but we texted, and you know, we were friends for a long time. Uh, it was started after a weird relationship with O and A. Where I actually went and talked to him, and because uh, they like left him on hold too long or something, some weird shit happened. Mm. Where it started off rocky, and you wanted to make sure you knew that. Yeah, we became cool. better friends. I sent a dirty text to a girl, uh, and I accidentally <laughs> went to him. Oh wow! And it was, uh, and it, that just kind of became this thing that he loved so much <laughs> that I sent him a dirty. It wasn't like graphic, but I was. It was. It By the was, way, that's when you realized that you used to have a. A real problem, an addiction problem. Yeah, that like this is now two stories in the last five minutes that have started with well, an accidental dirty text. Yeah, 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 yeah. But Saget's was... daughter printed it out for project. <laughs> yeah, and, this uh, was the Saget, yeah. but it wasn't the graphic one. I had to explain to him what it meant. And yeah. He just he thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, yeah but he the was only a man. One. I didn't know him well, but like we, I feel like we were becoming friends, and then he, you know, I, he was so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah he was he a really was a cool sweet guy. guy. Um, and what a shitty way to go. You just smash your head on something like that. Uh, that's it. Yeah. He probably just laid down, goes, all right, it'll go, I'm guessing. 
Yeah. I think about that all the time. I got a fucking pint glass in my head in Vermont, and I was like... A what? uh, Someone smashed a pint glass over my head in Vermont. Really? A few years ago, yeah, and I... Why'd they do that? Who was it, the club owner? (laughs) (laughs) You didn't hit your bonuses, you piece of shit. No, uh... I was at a bar after. I was with uh, this comic opening for me is really funny, Carmen Legala, and we're hanging out in the uh, in the bar. She's from Vermont, so she's like, "This bar is really cool." And uh, we go to this bar, and I'm just sitting down. Some guy walks over and starts shit with me. He's just a blackout drunk. I could tell wow. he's like a meaty Vermont. You know, you get those types of people in Vermont. They're either like dirty hippies or they're like farm boy type, mm. like let's fucking go drunks. And uh, he gets in my face. I'm kind of like brushing him off, like go fuck yourself, ignoring him. And I turn around, and he, I just feel my arm, you know, he grabs it, takes a pint glass, and smashes it over my head. Jesus. And I was, it would have been so much worse if I didn't have thick Jewish hair. Like, yeah. <laughs> I had this big Jufro at the time, and it fucking helped me, probably from being like, a, it probably is a mild concussion versus like a serious concussion. And uh, Did it break? Yeah, oh yeah. Wow. So he got probably the worst of it. He had a bloody hand from doing it, because it's not like he had a bottle. He did right. a pint glass, he like smashed it. Uh it wasn't horrible. You know, I was, like, cut up a little, but uh, then he runs out. He, like, stared me down, and we all stood up, like, well, like we're going to, I'm like, I guess we're going to fight him. I had a, I had a uh, like, tripod with me that was metal, so I was like, if I swing this at him, I'll fucking, this will really fuck him up. But he just ran. And then uh, the cops got him. He went for one of the cops' guns. What? Oh wow! Yeah, he uh, gotta he, love this guy. <laughs> he's, got, he's got some fucking heart. He, <laughs> apparently, yeah, he's a therapist. I found out later. Is he really? Yeah, he's he, a therapist. He witnessed a rock bottom. <laughs> yeah, his wife, I think, cheated on him, and I think, or something, or they were oh. going through a divorce or something. I bet that I bet she cheated on him with a guy that looked like with you. thick Jewish hair. <laughs> yeah, a thick yeah. Jewish haired therapist. He saw you. Yeah. <laughs> He saw yeah. you. And he everything. looks like Arnie Rosenfeld. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was apparently going for suicide by cop. That's what I think he was doing. Really? But he's, you know, he's a white guy in Vermont. Yeah. He, yeah. He's his white real. privilege prevented him from getting murdered. Yeah. And uh, he, uh, yeah, they were like, "Do you want to come out here and prosecute?" And I was like, "Do you think I want to fucking? I don't want to go back." I yeah. would have prosecuted that cocksucker. I literally, you I, lost if, his if license I had to for like five fly years. to Russia, I would have, yeah, fuck him. Fuck that guy. He lost his That's license hilarious. for like five years regardless. I, I, I don't want to fly back just for this. Although, I, looking back, now I probably would just for the story. Yeah, yeah. just to film it. Yeah, but he, uh. Do I mean, you ever apologize? No. I don't, I don't think he could have gotten my contact, but I mean. I've posted bits about it before. I wonder if he's ever seen it. I mean, it. if you probably got bits not. out of it, it's like. I know, that's the thing. It's like, I did get a bit out of it, Come but on. I was posting, you know, Instagram stories with the cops trying to be funny, like, hey, two more shows in, in Burlington, and my mom saw it. Like, you got assaulted? I'm like, oh, yeah, I guess that's bad. Yeah. <laughs> you forget to shut off the comic in you. You're like, I can I can use this. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, that's a traumatic event. I, oh. How did he yeah, start he to fight the argument? Like, were you in his seat, or...? You know, he said, uh... He goes, University of Vermont, and I remember I said, uh... I was like, No. And he goes, master's degree? And I said, you're getting colder. Just oh. trying to be funny. Yeah. And he goes, uh, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And uh, I think he said, I'm going to beat the shit out of all of you, but he was only looking at me. <laughs> and I, was like, uh. I was like, I feel like I'm going to get my ass kicked here. But I kind of like rolled, I was like, whatever. I kind of like ignored. You're just used to people talking shit to you in New York, so... You forget, like, that's an actual threat. Yeah. Outside of New- in yeah. New York, people say that to you, like, four times a day. Like, I'm going to fuck, and you're just like, whatever. Okay. Yeah, I mean, how many times are you on the train, you know, 
and someone like comes out like bah! and you're just like whatever yeah, yeah. you get used yeah. to it yeah. or like they're yelling shit. at you like as your limousine is going by <laughs> <laughs> Jim puts on his sunglasses <laughs> I forgot about that nightly limo ride to the cellar. But you do get <laughs> Jim Norton has left the building. <laughs> you do get like this really weird instinct, like where you just will when you'll you'll hear a weird thing or you see somebody acting erratically and you'll just walk around to the left or you'll cross the street. Like it's just you don't even think about doing it. Your instinct is like you're so used to it. You're like, oh yeah, this guy is the type of person that would spit on you or bite you. Like, yeah. something Basically, that you can't combat with. Every morning, walking from the kook. parking lot to here. That's just what it is. Yeah, there's yeah. some maniac. Oh, okay, I'm gonna... Or sometimes you're like, some guy's yelling. You're like, is it... I don't need to cross the street for this guy. Uh, maybe I'll cross the street for that every guy. Every once in a while, you cross the street. Yeah, yeah. it's not when an ego like thing. It's, yeah. This is a guy who either is, is crazy enough just to spit, and they spit in your face. Like... What am I, you know? Yeah, exactly. There's no winning. And you that. just know not to engage. Every once in a while, you're with like a non New York friend on the train, and they're just like, what, does this guy got a problem? And you're just like, what? Do you, you don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> they're wild animals. Let them fucking scream. Yeah. yeah. The only yes. way to stop it is if the guy asks you for a dollar, if you give him a dollar, very rarely will somebody attack you if you give them money. Right. Yeah. yeah. You know, even crazy people like a dollar. When we were leaving the Apollo uh, after the Pearl Jam show on Saturday, my wife and I were like walking, like it was like you know whatever, ten thirty, eleven o'clock at night in Harlem on Saturday, and this guy, this homeless guy, is like yelling, and he's got all his stuff laid out, and just as we're passing, he bends down and he picks up like this this three foot metal T square, and I was like, what? Like we didn't even have to communicate; we both just started speed walking, and he was just using it to scratch his back. Right. But I was like, this is literally how a New York Post article starts. Yeah. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yes. you see it. Radio <laughs> fans cheer. <laughs> <laughs> Sirius XM launches Jim Norton's solo show. We've also, if, you just live, if you're in New York long enough, too, you just... You see it coming. You get like a spidey sense where you're like, you That's know it. to move away. Like, I was in Boston with an, my ex, and... We're just walking, and some guy. These two dudes are trouble. They're just they're they're like classic Boston guys, just kind of like popping shit. She doesn't even notice, and I'm like, uh, we're gonna get mugged. I'm like, I'm like, come on, let's fucking. I'm like, I'm like motioning her to walk. She doesn't notice, and then <laughs> we get to the hotel, and I'm like, did you not notice? Like, there's a reason I made you walk faster. She's like, no, I didn't notice. I'm like, those two dudes were like fucking with us. <laughs> what, what were they saying? Were they? They were just drunk and fucking with us, and they were like, they were scary dudes. They were like, yeah, well. They were like classic old school Boston guys. So I'm like, these dudes want to fuck with us. Yeah. And they could tell there's two dudes. I got a girl. And like, what am I going to do? I was like, just walk fast. The worst is is that like when you see things that the person you're with doesn't see. And it's like, yeah, I'm a little paranoid. But it's also like you get an instinct. You're on stage every night. You kind of read people very quickly. Yeah. Because when they're talking, you want to know, is this guy calling me a cunt? Or is he literally just making a mistake ordering a drink? To Like, yeah. you have to kind of read people fast. So it's like you pay attention. When you see someone acting, like, uncomfortably, you're like, that's not... That's something. I don't know yeah. what it is, but it's something. And when you're with some fucking, they're like, what, what, what? Just, just, just shut up. Shut the fuck up. I've no, had she... that a few times. Like, let's just go, what? Just, just, just fucking follow me. Just fu Come on, Edith. I had a guy once on the train. I was coming back from the comic strip uh, years ago, late at night, and I was with uh, a couple comics. So I was going to Brooklyn. They were going to Astoria. So there's a crazy guy in the train. And he's fucking with us, but he's, he's really fucking with me. And I could tell when one of my friends got off for Astoria and he was like, are you okay? And I was like, I mean, 
I hope we'll see. How know? is he fucking with you? He would just I would get up. I would sit down. He would sit right next to me, like close, like not just next to me, but like brush up next to me. Right. And I was like, I was like, do I say something or do I just pretend I don't know? I'm like, what's the smarter move here? Then, uh, then I stand up and I go to a like a pole, and he just gets up and goes right next to me on the pole, and is like looking at me, and I'm like, Jesus Christ! And he puts his hand like right on top of mine. I'm like, this uh, dude's fucking with me. All right. Yeah. And he's he looks like he's on clearly something. Sure. And my friend gets off, and he's like, You're gonna be okay? I was like. I'll I'll feel it out. So <laughs> I, I the train keeps going, and it's express. So we get down to like or maybe yeah, it's like express. We get down 59th, and we're going down to 14th. I'm like, this is my stop. If he gets off with me, I'm saying something. I have to. So the door opens. I get off. He gets off with me. He follows me, and I just turn around. And I go what? And he goes ah. He falls back onto the train. The door shut. <laughs> Thank God that works. I'm just like I just want to get rid of this guy. Yeah, you had one. He, you he follows him. me to my door. He's like, I'm like, I'm like, you live here too. All of a sudden, yeah, your helmets are touching as you piss in your bathroom. I love that you had one second of bravado. I just and had thank to. God for the timing of the train doors. Oh, you know, I got so lucky, dude. Once in a while, I I came out. I had I went and saw a young lady, um, in uh oh, this is in Queens somewhere. Yeah, years ago. A, a friend, yes, delightful. I'd seen her advertised quite a few times, <laughs> and I was finally able to go and make her acquaintance. Uh-huh. Um, and she was indeed fully functional. Uh, but, oh, <laughs> no, but I, I went and saw this girl, and I walk out of her apartment, and this probably made me seven, eight o'clock, and it wasn't that late. And um, I had taken the subway there, and this little Spanish guy comes up to me, like, and he kind of like puts his fists up. But he was so drunk he couldn't stand. And I'm like, all right, what do I do here? Like I knew, and I'm not a fighter or a tough guy, but I knew if I hit him, I would have knocked him on the fucking ground. Like, so I just ran up the street, which he mistook as me being scared of him. So he ran after me. Oh my god! And I'm like, now I got this. I'm like, he's like, ah, <laughs> like I was like, what do you want to fight? Like I'm trying to talk him out of it, because like there's no winning with this. Like if I yeah. hit the guy, it's it's not a big feat to knock out a guy who's small and blackout yeah. like he couldn't stand <laughs> so I'm mad, I'm mad. like you know what I mean like that type of drunk yeah. and I finally just lost him walking up the subway step but it's weird when people confront you and you're like this is just he's just blackout drunk he has no idea what he's doing Yeah. and if I hit him what is that yeah, I wanted to. It would have been an easy W. <laughs> yeah, but then I'm like, you know, you don't have to. You don't, you don't have, have to. Guy. He's gonna hit yeah. his head on the sidewalk, and you're gonna be charged yeah. with something. And with Dude, my that's luck, what's scary is like yeah. they, that, it's not just you hitting them; it's like the way they fall. Yeah, yeah, or the fact that his fucking nephew comes around the corner and he's with four other Latin kings. <laughs> There's no way to argue your way out of that. The uncle's talking to him in Spanish. I'm like, he started it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I I watch sixty days in, and when I'm watching at home, I go, yeah, I think I could, I think I could handle being in jail for sixty days. I know what I'd do. I, yeah. you know, I'd kind of look to my, you know, now that my head shaved, I think I could fit in a little more. And then the minute I'm on the sidewalk and there's just homeless people around, I'm like, oh no, this would be bad. Oh, this God. would be bad. No, 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 no. Yeah, I don't think I'm lasting long in prison. No, that's not. It's, no. You, see, you just. I don't know who my crew would be. There's like you see those Aryan Nation tattoo guys. I'm not with those guys. No. Yeah. They're not letting me in. No, nope. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who you. What What do Jews do? I heard like Bernie Madoff in prison. Like, if you're like a white collar criminal, they look up to you. 
Because he stole a billion dollars. Yeah, right. First of all, he wasn't in like he wasn't like in, in like where the gangs are. And he yeah. stole from rich people. He stole from rich people, but he stole a billion dollars without a gun. Yeah, and he's a brilliant guy. So like that's a guy that you'll just fucking pick for stock advice and tell yeah. your family. He, you know what I mean? Like he's probably a guy who helped guys make money while he was in there. Yeah. 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 Um. Oh, we were just talking about jail. Fuck, you made me think. What did you just say before? Before what would uh, what group would I belong to? Sixty days in. Aaron yeah, Nation. none of us would. Uh, I thought. Uh, yeah, the Aryan Nation. I, I almost uh, just applauded naturally. When you said it. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't remember what uh, thought I just had. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild, man. It's it's. Do you ever watch that show, Sixty Days? In? I've never seen it. Uh, it's on Netflix, right? Yeah. Well, there's one, one season, season is, of it. Yeah. It's, it's like a little an long. Show. It's a little long. The season. I like the show, but it, they lost. The Honduran me prison cells are the roughest, right? They're Isn't, all yeah. They're all bad, but like that Hondur- yeah, that's where they they don't they don't take good care of you in Honduras. Yeah. No, I, think. <laughs> I spent one night in jail. And really? I, yeah, 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 yeah. What do you do? Oh yeah, for uh, it was the it was an Opie and Anthony stunt. Talk a, about your time inside. Yeah, you know, I was on <laughs> I was on lockup. Uh, no, I was. Uh, it was it was just an Opie and Anthony radio thing. There was guys coming through the bus, naked girls. Me and Lewis Black and a couple of guys from the show went on tour. I wasn't even a I wasn't even a paid regular. I was just coming in. It's like in two thousand, and. Uh, the fucking bus got pulled over because we were near Clinton's parade route and everybody got arrested. And so we were in the tombs for 27 hours and me and Louis Black were like shared a cell for 27 wow. hours. And it was fucking terrifying. That's, you, who you, that's who you want to share a cell with, just like a wise old Jew. No, no, because he was a panicky old Jew craving really? a cigarette. Like I, I smoked back then uh. and uh, none of us had any cigarettes. And uh, it was really scary because you realize, like, I had to shit, and I didn't want to shit because there was no door on the stall, and you'd have to call and ask for paper from the guard. Whoa. 20 guys in the room. It was fucking... Nobody fucked with us just because they knew our story, and they knew that we were in for being on a bus with naked girls, and, like, it was interesting why we were there. Like, it was just not common. But, you know, that was one night, and everyone's going to see the judge. But thank God we you didn't, didn't sleep it. at all. I'm guessing sitting up, maybe I dozed a little bit. Uh, but they put us in the Al Sharpton cell at one point. But then when we were going to see the judge. We were with. It's it's a scary place, man. Like even that, you're like you with guys who who are in and out all the time here. They're comfortable. If you were stuck in a cell for 27 hours in the tombs with one of the comics from your generation, jeez. the way Jim was stuck with Lewis Black, who would you want? Oh, jeez, that's a good one. Uh, I mean, Mateo. <laughs> yeah. Well, Mateo, he's a fucking shredded that guy. I exactly, know. he'll it's, fuck shit up. Yeah, but it's he will. Like, it's like forty-five minutes in, you're like, well, I guess we're in here. Let's let's go for it. Mateo. I was with Mateo on the road, and uh, it's so I love uh, doing the road with Mateo because he's so fun. But he also like anytime a straight guy's name would come up, he'd be like, I heard that guy's got a huge dick. <laughs> And oh, like, that's oh, funny. Okay. It's weird to get yeah. gossip, and then and then like you know you're hanging out with your straight friends, and you say that, sh- and you're like they're like, why are you talking what? about that guy's dick? And I'm like, I don't know, I've been hanging out with Mateo. That's, yeah, that's what we talk about his dick. <laughs> but when you, by the way, when you hear a guy has a big dick, you remember that for the rest of your life. You always yeah. James Woods. I heard James Woods has a huge cock. I heard yeah. Charlie Chaplin. You never, never forget, forget hearing a rumor about a celebrity with a giant dick. James yeah. Woods, it just seems right. It does. Doesn't yeah, 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 yeah. He's so like confident. He doesn't care if they kick him off Twitter. Yeah, he yeah, is like. Like, yeah. He seems like he has Lester Diamond confidence in real life. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> the he's, best. Uh, yeah, he hasn't been in shit in forever. He used to be 
He's a great fucking actor. Great actor. But who cares? You got a big dick. He's a giant you know, dick. It doesn't matter. And politically, people just hate him. So I and think he's that always like banging like a nineteen-year-old. Yeah. Too, which like once you hit seventy, you're like you gotta yeah. you gotta go older than that. Yeah. yeah. Nineteen is nineteen. Also, like, why do you even want to hang out with someone that young? Like, I can't hang out with someone that young. You're fucking seventy. Yeah, I know. I could guess why he would. I could guess why he would. <laughs> you don't. You don't have as much of a concern about it. No, I mean it's probably hard to be friends. But if two two adults want to fuck, good for you. Yeah, knock it out, James. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking pound your asshole into this mattress. They should remake Manhattan, but just James Woods. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, but I, he, I wish he acted more. He's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, he was great in Casino. Yeah, yeah. Great in uh, any any given Sunday. But now there's like. Uh, the, there's like a right wing like film industry that's sprouting. Like Gina Carano got to be in that Hunter Biden movie. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's not as exciting to be like we booked you a part. What in the new Daily Wire movie? <laughs> yeah. Neat. <laughs> Although it probably will get almost as many views as right. most other things because people are so split now. If they see the Daily Wires put something out, they'll yeah, watch but if it. If it's like a political, like also if like if you if you're like you booked a part in the Huffington Post, that's not exciting either. No, not you know, at all. It's like right. You want to be in a movie. You're in an actual you don't, movie. You don't yeah. train for this shit. I'm, I mean, I'm at a point now where my manager will go, "Do you want to audition for the Huffington Post?" Part? <laughs> and I won't get it. <laughs> Dude, uh, you're a good actor. Thank you. You are. You in those Louie episodes and, and Lucky Louie and shit. You're good. Thank you. Yeah, but uh, what about? Uh, yeah, I mean, he was James Woods was killer, man. He's in an old Columbo episode I saw recently. Really? He's like a fucking kid. Col- Columbo holds up. Yes, it does. It? Yeah, Peter Fox it's fucking rules. And it's good. It's interesting <laughs> writing too. They it's would great. show you who did it. Like it was a, a way weird way to approach a crime show. It's a great, and it's also great because he's never. It's like a thinking person's detective show. He doesn't ever use violence. He's just always like using clues. It's it's so unrealistic, but that's why it's great. So is that what you do when you're on the road? Because you're on the road like every weekend now, right? I'll you're saying some Columbo. You'll go like, yeah. okay, let me let me yeah. spend some time. I'm gonna be on the road. Let me spend some time watching Columbo. It's gotta be yeah. I'll watch something good. Yeah, something old school. Like yeah, something cool about throwing on an old like timey. Like do you ever think just throwing an old episode of Taxi or something? You're like, it, I think Taxi is the best sitcom ever. Danny DeVito is on another level yeah. funny. It's fucking. It, it's so goddamn funny. And Judd Hirsch is amazing. The whole show is yeah. a fuck. It's a masterpiece. It really, when he fucks uh, Zena's friend and she's on pills and she's like, she wakes up the next day, he's like, you need pills? I'll get you pills. It was such a fucking great show. Dude, yeah. James L. Brooks is a genius. <laughs> yeah, he is. Yeah, it's, Taxi is very underrated. Like, All in the Family was great. Yeah. And there's a lot of great shows, but Taxi, for Taxi some reason, underrated. it's an underrated I feel like show. about Cheers. I feel like you don't hear about Taxi. Taxi is much funnier. Cheers than is Cheers. great, too. But, yeah. But Taxi's like, to me, is another level of funny but yeah yeah yeah, yeah but because but, that's it right like cheers is like it's a good show but taxi is funnier yeah no yeah. question no yeah. question that's not just christopher lloyd oh. yeah oh that scene oh, that's that stoned. famous scene yeah he's so oh and tony danza like holy shit yeah dude. jeff conaway was good as the actor who never amazing. went anywhere amazing yeah he yeah. he he wasn't he in greece too yes he was, in he was kinicky yeah he was kinicky yeah amazing yeah passed away i thought you were asking if he was in greece too like, no, you mean also? Wasn't he in Greece? Also, <laughs> oh, yeah, Greece as well. Yeah, have you seen? You've seen Greece too. I have. Yeah, Michelle. I'm a big Michelle Pfeiffer's earlier vehicles <laughs> fan, um, and I enjoyed her. She was her first movie, I think, was Hollywood Nights, which is a really funny movie. Robert Wool is in that. He's fucking great in that. Robert Tony Danza was in that. He might have played Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, boyfriend in that actually. But the Hollywood Nights is one of my favorite. Uh, who is the woman? Was what's her name? Who is uh, the nanny? 
What's Fran her name? Drescher? I, she might. Fran Drescher might have been in that. Yeah. Oh shit. It's the an nanny. old. People were obsessed with that show when it was on. Yeah, it was big. It was big. That Robert Wool man, Arliss, remember that show? Yeah. Oh yeah. Classic. And he was in fucking uh, Cobb. Did you ever see Cobb? Oh God, is that a quotable movie? What Every line in that movie would get me fired. <laughs> it's fucking it's about great. Ty Cobb, right? With uh, Tommy Lee Jones played uh, Ty Cobb, and oh, he plays wow. a reporter, Stumpy. Who's interviewing Ty or writing a book on Ty's life? So he has to hang out with Ty Cobb, and Ty Cobb was such a hunk of shit. It's a great, great movie. It is funny. Well, because now if they make those movies, they're probably like, "We got to clean this up." You're like, "Well, that's not who he was." You know? Right, right. You got to exactly. kind of have to make him a piece of shit. So, also, you watch some old movies too, where you're like, "This is insane." It's not even that old. Like stuff from this, like stuff from the last decade. Oh, well, dude, I'll watch, I know, dude, I'll watch, like, Revenge of the Nerds, I love growing up. You rewatch that panty raid scene, you're like, this is a Law & Order SVU episode. Well, I mean, there's <laughs> clearly this is, this sexual is a, this assault is a sex happening. Crime. Yeah. Like, that whole scene where they're like, we've got Bush. I'm like, this is, this would get you in so yeah. much trouble. Just I, in a movie now, that would get you in trouble. I still love the idea, though, of peeking in high school and peeking through the, I, I never had a hole in, in like high school. Porkies. That's Porkies. Porkies, yeah, 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 yeah when he put his dick, dick through, through the, the thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're not just like, looking. That's like the dude, because you always have to up the ante with your friends. Yeah. Like everyone's just looking at naked women. You had that one friend who's like, I'm sticking my dick in that hole. Well, the end of Revenge of the Nerds is the nerd puts on a Darth Vader mask and, and fucks, fucks the, the girl. Yeah. And he's like, haha, it was me. Like, you can't do that. Yes, you can because he fucked her well. Yeah. <laughs> the nerd yeah. fucked her he well. Did. Yeah. They should have made an alternate ending where he comes in like 10 seconds and she's like, rape, rape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he fucked her very well. But yeah, That was a good movie, though, Revenge of the it's Nerds. Hilarious. It's hilarious. Classic. It's a classic movie. Yeah, I mean, but I watched it as like a kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love those movies. I dude. saw that in the theater. Wow. And I, I saw it in the theater, and it was one of my movie theater bombs. Like, I was never funny in movie theaters. Like, I tried yelling stuff out twice in that movie, oh, no. and it got <laughs> a fucking zero. I was with my friend Bill D'Angelo, and we're sitting there, and there's a scene where there's a massage. Whatever, I was like 13. And I tried being funny, and I yelled out, that's cum he's rubbing in your back. <laughs> and it got a zero. No, yeah. And I yelled something else, and my friend, I'll never forget, he went, shut up, Jim. <laughs> He's so embarrassed He to be was with you. so embarrassed <laughs> at his unfunny friend. Trying to kill in a movie theater. That's oh my god! Yeah, that's hilarious. I, I remember Patrice was so ashamed of me. It's hard to yell it out in comedy. I know, but when I told Patrice I bombed in a movie theater, he was very ashamed of me because he's like, movie theaters were his bread and butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, how do you bomb in a movie theater? I'm remember, terrible. It is a layup for comics. It, Patrice it. would do it like Patrice did it at a press screening. We went to see Cloverfield. Yeah. With like. You know, who Jeffrey was there? Lyons. Jeffrey Lyons was there. Yeah, yeah. Jeffrey Lyons was the one who got pissed. And like, but like, Sandy Kenyon was there from like ABC, and like Kurt Loder was there. Like, oh, it was nice. like the screening that reviewers go to. The guy with the huge eyebrows, George Whipple. I'm sure he was yeah, there. Remember yeah, remember that dude, New York One? There <laughs> yeah. was a one dude from New York One that would always hang at the cellar, you know, and he would always, uh, he kind of had like an ego where he was like, yeah. New York One. And I, mean, I remember he did it to Michael Che once. He goes, I'm the film, it's like he knew Che's a New Yorker. He goes, New York One. And, and Che was like, I, I get Fios. I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, you could see it crushed him. But he was like the guy who was like, three apples. This movie yeah. gets three apples. <laughs> Everyone's got to have their thing. There was all critics there. Yeah, Gene yeah. Siskel was there, hold yeah. his head. But it, <laughs> they were so good together, though, dude. <laughs> but Siskel and Ebert, you watch those old episodes. They're so uh, fucking they're so good great. together. 
They were great. Ebert was fucking. Also, they would zing each other. It's hilarious. Like they'd just be on like you know Letterman and and Cisco would be like, "You're fat," <laughs> and then it would be like, "You're like this is this is TV back then." It was awesome. Yeah, they they were so. Ebert was a great writer. Yeah, but so we're all there at the press screening, and like uh, it's Cloverfield. And the credits started. And, you know, like the ending credits started after at the end of the movie. And everybody's, you know, there's a very professional. I don't know if you've ever been, but everybody's quiet. Like, I went once with... Let's talk uh, about my show. <laughs> <laughs> I went once with Joel Siegel I went to a movie screening with. Oh. And he told me, he was like, you never talk about the movie until after you leave the theater. So don't say anything about the movie before we leave the theater. I was like, okay. You, wait, you went with him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. How? Wow. My he Ugh. my dad knew him. Your father rented you out to him. He, <laughs> he wanted the he wanted a young a, a young charge to put his penis in. No, I was older than <laughs> I wasn't a young child. Yes. No, no. He, I who was Joel Siegel? He was a, the, a critic. For, a the TV GMA. Critic. He ended up being uh, the GMA movie. Critic, you've seen him. Like, you show a picture of Joel. You've seen. I bet you've seen his face. Yeah, he's dead now. But like, uh, yeah, yeah. My parents knew him pretty well. Um, you might have to put in Joel Siegel, movie critic. Yeah. And, uh, but yeah, yeah. So it's like everybody's professional, everybody's quiet. You keep your opinion to yourself, everything. There he is. You and don't know the, his face, uh, Sam? I don't know him. Oh, yeah. He was big. Picture but... Sam face down when he was seven and this man <laughs> on top of him. <laughs> There's only one seat left. I guess you have to sit on my lap, Sam. This is crazy. Facing me. <laughs> like we're young lovers on a swing. <laughs> How dare you besmirch the memory of Joel Siegel? I'm not. I'm enhancing it. Who doesn't love Joel Siegel? If they found I remember, out he... remember the show The Critic with John Lovitz? That was the a great best. fucking show. I never show. saw it. The oh, my God, It dude. stinks. It was fucking great. Is it a sitcom or a movie? It's a it's James a cartoon. show. Oh, it was a cartoon, yeah. and it was Mike Reese and Al Jean from the sim- the season one, oh, like wow. Simpson writers. It's like, dude, it's, it only went two seasons, but it's fucking amazing. I think all the eps are on YouTube. Why did it only go two seasons? Because it's on Fox, and they, I yeah. don't know. It was it's one of the most like, underrated shows ever. Oh, it's okay. so it's, good. It's killer, and and they have like. The other critics are characters, so you'll see like Gene Shalit or like Cisco and Ebert. There's an episode. It's it's a killer show. Yeah, it's really good. But the credits come the 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 credits come up, and you just hear one voice from the back of the theater go, "Boo!" <laughs> <laughs> he started booing. Yeah, he was booing. Jeffrey Lyons was pissed that he had he had he'd besmirched the you know the the integrity the of the press screening. I liked the movie. I was surprised. I liked it. Was really it. Good, yeah. I liked Cloverfield. Oh. I I, I, didn't it get great reviews? I thought it was not ahead. from Patrice. Not from him. Yeah, <laughs> it was one thumbs down. A yeah, loud thumbs down. Patrice had a tendency that when he gave it a thumbs down, it it echoed fairly loudly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jeffrey Lyons was not happy at all. Furious. Furious. That's not a fun atmosphere, though. Screenings like that Sucks. are not fun. It's the worst place because to watch. Because it's a bunch of people who are too cool for the room. Like, you know what I mean? Critics yeah. are kind of douchey. There's no I, snacks. People have notepads and stuff. It's not a fun environment. Unless it's a really cool movie. My friend somehow talked us into uh, the Dark Knight premiere. Like, I ah. It was like not even, a, I guess, like the official premiere, but it was like the critic thing, like that IMAX. Like, mm. to see that movie before it came out in an IMAX, like, right. this is fucking insane. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but... Uh, yeah, I've never been to like one of those. That sounds. They suck. There were no they're celebrities stuffy. there when you went, right? No, no. I've been to the ones with celebrities, and they're, they're cool to go to. I mean, you see the, you see, you know, you see them mingling or whatever. But then usually you the went guys, to the Irishman. I did, yeah, but I didn't know I was going to get in. I was, it was literally the day before I found out I could go. I know, go. I was, I was with you. you and I was yeah. praying, praying 
that we couldn't get in. That's a cool movie to be in. It was, that yeah. Was a cool, that was cool. You're Rickles in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking amazing. Yeah. Thank you. You're yeah. in a Scorsese movie. I know. And it's a big it, scene, too. It's not like, like they didn't cut they it. They didn't cut it, no. I, I didn't know until, again, the night before. I didn't know. Ray Romano, I saw, and he had seen a screening. It was, hey, you're good. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know I made it in. I was, that's Uncle Paul, by the way. Uh, <laughs> was, no, he, he, Ray Romano can He's act. a great actor. He's a great actor. He's like Robin Williams. Whenever he has a beard, you know, he's going for like a serious role. Robin <laughs> yeah. would always do that when he did a serious role. Like a beard. <laughs> yeah. He's great. Yeah. yeah, and he's also like the one like famous dude at the cellar that if he bumps you, he's like, "I'm so sorry. Do you mind if I?" And you're and you're like, "Yeah, you do it, whatever." Yeah, he's yeah. so fucking nice. You never mind being bumped if someone is really cool about it. That's another advantage to going early too. It doesn't happen that often. Yeah, um, just because people aren't going on you know the first three spots usually. Yeah, no, Irishman was good. I thought it was a good movie. I mean. Uh, Pesci's incredible. He's incredible in it because he's not doing that like over the top. Like, yeah. He's acting. He's not like it's not like the character stuff. You yeah, know, the last the last third of that movie was incredible. Just, I liked like, it a how, lot. How depressing it was and yeah, <laughs> yeah. To where it was. I understand that. it's pretty true to the book. Um, I, I was gonna. Oh yeah, do we want to interview the author of that book? Yeah, we should interview the guy. Do you guys know that. that when he was talking about how he likes to paint houses, that wasn't really about houses. What? <laughs> what? He liked what? to kill people. That's what uh, no, he no, no. He was an interior. No. Did you know no. That? no, no. No one knows that. What? Yeah, it's a fun fact. What did you watch a YouTube video? Yeah, they broke it down. <laughs> Are you like, sure that's I right? No I thought he was a painter. No. Are we gonna get uh, according to Sam? <laughs> yeah, and I like that the little codes it have. I, I, I and I bring my own supplies, or I'll take my own. <laughs> Supply. Yeah. All these painter terms, which means I'll get rid of your body, and yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It was but really then good. again, I've heard that Frank Sheeran didn't kill Hoffa, or they, or that they, you know, who knows? But they don't know. Yeah, they don't know. nobody knows. Yeah, there's so many conspiracy theories surrounding. I know. Him. I, I think he's like... dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesse Plemons was good in that. Jesse Plemons is good. In everything. He is good in everything. Yeah, everybody in that was good. Yeah, you know what he's great in. I think the second season of Fargo. Oh, oh, oh yeah. what he's really great in. Do you ever see that movie, uh, what's it called? Game Night. Game Night? Yeah, it was good. It was so good. And it shouldn't yeah. have been good. Like, yeah. I didn't think it was going to be good. They don't make big budget comedies anymore. It, it was, was shocking that they made a real, and like, it's that. funny. That and Blockers are, like, the only ones I can think of. That, that was pretty good, too. They were good. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen either. I've never heard of either one of those films. Yeah. Well, Blockers is like cock blockers. There's like a picture of a like a rooster. Oh, yeah, I remember that rooster. Yeah, John, John Cena. I saw it for John, John Cena. is fucking great. He's really funny. Peacemaker is incredible. Yeah. I is it no, a drama? No, it's a... <laughs> <laughs> you, you never heard of this? James, no. It's James Gunn who made Guardians of the oh, like, okay. Galaxy. It's a great show. I've yeah, never seen one good. of them either. Oh, dude. Uh, James Gunn does good superhero movies. He does. Because he's like... Yeah, he's got a dark sense of humor. He's funny. Yeah. I don't go to any of them. I, I just have no... I, yeah. But yeah, they did it. They did a spin-off. I watch them. That's like my go-to series. to watch on a flight if I'm hungover and I don't want to think. Superhero like, movie, yeah, right? Like, although I watched Top Gun on a flight and I'm like, this fucking sucks. Why is everyone saying this? I so can't good? bring myself oh, to the watch new one. Yeah, I could care less like, about everyone's it. Everyone's like, it's incredible. I'm like, it's like propaganda. What do you? It's like, yeah, I can't bring myself to watch that it's, movie. It's uh, it's ridiculous. It's like a. The way they make like liberal porn, this is like conservative porn. <laughs> you know, where it's yeah. like there's like we have to unite for an enemy, but they never even say who the enemy is. So it's just like they just show us we're just bombing people. Yeah, and it's like they don't tell you who. It's gonna be like Syria or something. I don't know whether we're, we're it's just like drone strikes. We're killing kids, you know. And Tom Cruise has his aviators. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> who is his love interest in it? Jennifer I- Connelly, who looks insane. How old is she? 
I don't know, but she looks incredible. Yeah. I think they should have got Kelly McGillis back in. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been great. <laughs> Fucking Mavericks in hell. Yeah, man. His wife's a two. <laughs> she didn't look like this when I married her. Oh, yeah. Her. 50, she's Jennifer Connelly's 51. Yeah. She looks Wow, she's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's in that club with, like, Marissa Tomei. Yeah. And a couple of other people, that Selma Hayek. That like, in your 50s, but still give out boners club. Jane Fonda. That, that would be Sweet the club, club yeah. dude. Jane Fonda looked great. In her. She's 84. I mean, I wouldn't Why fuck her now. Jane Fonda's in that club. 84. No, when she was in her 50s, though. She was oh, doing yeah. those fucking Jane Fonda workout tapes. Yeah. Was she in her 50s then? I, or 40, yeah. I would have yeah. fucked Jane Fonda until she was 76. Hanoi Jane? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hanoi yeah. Jane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't care. Traitor to our country? I'd fuck her while I watch Platoon. I don't care what her politics are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some Marissa Tomei still looks unbelievable. She yeah. does look very lovely. Yeah, but Jesse Plemons was great in Game Night. He plays the creepy uh, fake cop neighbor guy. Yeah, and in uh, and in that second season of Fargo, the Fargo yeah, TV show, Breaking Bad. Yeah, and he's in that movie Power of the Dog. That's a, that's a solid movie. Slow, slow gay burn. What was Power of the Dog? Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. I don't think I saw you it. You see it? It was like an Oscar bait. It was uh it's oh. like it's like a more it's like a slower broke back uh mountain. Yeah. Oh, power of the dog annoyed me. I saw yeah. that. Yeah, Jesse Plemons was good. The woman was very good in that. And Benedict Cumberbatch was good. No, he's amazing. Dude. Great actor. Yeah, he rules. Um he's like trying to fill Daniel Day Lewis's uh spot as the guy who plays everything. Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch. Is? I, I thought the movie was kind of boring. I didn't give a shit about it's slow as hell. I was like, what the fuck is this shit? I think that was my response. <laughs> I wanted to like it too because I like him and I like. Yeah. Jesse Plevins loves working with Kirsten Dunst. Oh, Kirsten Dunst, right? I wonder yeah. what the connection is there. Yeah. Oh, they're married. Oh. Fargo, dude. That that was a great show, Fargo. Fargo is probably it might be the best film to TV series adaptation. Yeah. What else is there? I mean, they're usually bad. Yeah. What else are we? <laughs> Fargo annoyed me though. The Billy Bob scene with the cop. Where he's so ominous and scary that the police officer is afraid to arrest him. He's a he's a small town cop. I know. I was just like, why you ruin everything? No, Every, but the, everything because you, you don't Fargo need to do it. Fargo is one of the best it. shows. Him being so scary that everyone's just afraid, oh. like they just give him the package without the address. Yeah. This lumbering douche. I love Billy Bob. And also that scene where he just shoots up a whole building, and you're like, "Is he? You're really getting away? With, are you John Wick? This he, is this is like supposed to be a grounded universe." John Wick, right? The way, John the way Wick to put movies, it, a grounded universe. Yeah. Yes. John Wick movies rule too. They are good, but it's yeah. a, but you accept that it's an insane world. It's a comic book. Yeah. yeah. I didn't need yeah, him scaring the cop. I, I get it, small town cop, small but he still has a fucking gun. Oh, you want to see some creeps at a fucking movie theater? Go to go to see John Wick in theaters. <laughs> I've never seen any of them. I saw the second oh, one. In, so good. I know. I saw the I know. second one in theaters in Times Square at like a 10 p.m. showing because I got off sets and I brought a girl I was dating and I was like, "This was a terrible idea." You Why? Because you just see dudes in like trench coats and I'm like, I'm not usually worried about getting shot up in New York, but you're like, it crosses your mind when you're seeing a movie like that. You're like, a lot of uh, ticket, one ticket, please. Yeah. In that, uh, and you're like, hey, it's fine to see a movie alone, but I don't want this many solo tickets. You yeah. know what scares me about uh, fucking theaters in New York? Bed bugs. I'm really? scared about that in movie theaters. Why? You already yeah. got roaches. I know. <laughs> Water bugs. Um, <laughs> bed bugs are, yeah, I've never gotten them somehow, and it fucking me terrifies me. In hotels especially, do you, don't put your shit on the, on the fucking, uh, don't put your luggage on the bed, ever. Really? That's a terrible error. That's a basically begging a bed bug to come home with you. I didn't know that. That's right, and you sleep in the buff. 
I, I'm always naked, yeah, but I'm get on your clothes. But, but yeah, you don't want to bring them home. Like I always put my suitcase on that little dumb luggage rack, or I, I put it on the fucking desk. Never put my suitcase in the bed ever. No clothes on the bed. Damn, I did, how about the couch? Can you do the couch? It's cloth. Uh, Anything with cloth that they can live in, I don't fuck with. Damn. All right, this, I didn't know this. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I don't. I, I'm okay. Put, I I put my luggage on cloth. Yeah, but you do can. You? And most times it'll be fine until it's not. Until so it's not. One until time it's it not. One maybe. time it's not. No one brings home bed bugs every weekend, but you bring them home once. Once is all you need. My ex-girlfriend had them years ago. I used to make her take her clothes off uh, and put them in a bin when she came over. What a move. Wow. Yeah, what yeah. What a move. Va, va, voom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was fucking horrible. It's, it's life ruining. I yeah. realized recently I only go to movies by myself now. Like, it's yeah. something that I started doing. Like, you know, we got kids. My wife doesn't care most of the time, so I just go to a movie or something, and I realized it's been so long. Like, our our kids are just starting to go to school, so we're starting to do things together again. And I'm like, wait a minute. People go to movies with another person no, like i good. don't but right. you go to most but something about going to john wick solo does scare me a little if it's a bunch of people well, i also go at like like 11 o'clock in the morning or i go to screenings where the theater's almost empty and i go by myself so but yeah i mean i would 100 percent be with you in new york going to a like a like a saturday night 10 p.m john wick alone yeah it feels like you have a plan no it feels it feels scary and yeah. then uh I'll try like I'll be on the road a lot. I'll just like wa- I'll try to watch like an old New York movie on the road, just like an old like uh it, New York just looks so cool in like the 70s and 80s. If you watch like, yeah. I just watched this old movie called uh Mikey and Nikki. It was pretty cool. It was a uh, Elaine May directed it, but it's it's like a mob movie directed by a woman. So it fucking bombed cuz they're <laughs> they're expecting it to just be like a blowout violence movie, but it's like Cassavetes and uh Peter Falk. And it's like a weird thing about friendship instead. So it people were like, "What the fuck is this?" Oh, is it good? It's good. Yeah, it's a good movie. Is she the one who directed? Uh, is she the one the who heartbreak di- kid? And also, did she direct uh, My Blue Heaven or no? Am I thinking of I somebody think so. else? I think she did. Yeah, she directed a ton. I mean, she's incredible. Is she dead? I don't think so. She directed The Birdcage too. I think. That was God bless. Very funny. Yeah. yeah, she's done a ton of the original Heartbreak Kid, dude. With Charles Grodin? I've seen it, but I don't remember it's fucking it. fucking great. Yeah. All I know about Charles Grodin is I took a picture with him at one of the Louis premieres. Really? He was none too pleased. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I met him once on the street. I was with my buddy, Scott Rogowski, who's like a huge Midnight Run fan. So am I, obviously. Yeah. And we we see Marion Grodin, his daughter, on the street, you know, as a comic. And, and she goes, Sam. I was like, hey, what's up? And I look over. I'm like, holy shit, it's fucking Charles Grodin, who's like also awesome in those old Letterman interviews. Amazing. He's Always fucking funny. brilliant. Beethoven. And, yeah, and I, I was just like, hey, and he was like, Ugh. you could tell he just like didn't. He's over it. He was he's over been it. over it. Yeah. He's always yeah. been over it. I mean, he used to sit on the panel with Carson, and he would fuck with Carson. And yeah. Like, you know what I mean? He was just really funny all the time. Yeah. Midnight Run is one of the best comedies of all time. Ever. It's fucking brilliant. I love that every punch in that movie just ends with a knockout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime someone gets hit, they're just out cold. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it's such a... Fucking John Ashton and Joe Pantoliano. That cash is like, dude. He's in everything. Is, Pantoliano's yeah. in Joey every Dance. everything. Like you, you go back watch movies from twenty five years ago. You're like, holy fuck, he had a small part. In he's in everything. everything. He's in everything. Sopranos. He fucking crushes it. He's incredible. One of the best parts. You could argue that it's the best character on the show. 
Ralphie. Evil is, and the fact that you He's know, so evil. my friend Ron was telling me the other day is like the fact that you know he loves Gladiator, like the character uh, detail on that show, that like a supporting character, you know he's obsessed with the movie Gladiator. Yeah. It's like, it's the best writing on a show ever, so The good. Sopranos, it's insane. I know, it's always funny, whenever Joe List comes in, he doesn't like it. He bugs it. me so much that he I know, yeah. Joe, Joe's, Joe is... One of the funniest people I know, he's got some of the worst takes I've ever heard. Yeah. Where he's like, he's like, yeah, drama doesn't work on TV. I'm like, good, good angle. Yeah. That's yeah. A, good thing you're not in fucking a position of power over. Like, what do you, dramas don't work. He's never seen Mad Men. He calls The Wire cheesy. <laughs> I've never heard a person call The Wire cheesy no. in his, my life. His takes. Like every time he comes in, they it, make you furious. Well, they make us. We guy started attacking ate, him. He only eats like you're like, oh, I can't believe this guy has stubborn taste. Look, he only eats macaroni and cheese and pizza. <laughs> Forty years really? old. This is the only thing this guy fucking chicken eats. Parm. He loves chicken, chicken parm. He loves chicken parm. Uh, you know what? He yeah. well, stop. If Joe were here, I'd be Team Joe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> drama on TV. He's like only comedy on TV works, and I'm like, great, sure. Right. I started, by the way, speaking of drama on TV. I started. I got back into the Godfather show on Paramount Plus. Oh. I heard it's great. It's good. It's I got it. I got it. Gets see better it. as you okay. go. Okay, yeah, dude. Like there's it. a there's these old like Hollywood. There's this old Hollywood book uh, called The Big Goodbye about the making of Chinatown, and it's like, dude, it's so fucking crazy. The stories, like, and and by the way, you just walk away. Like everything you're like, maybe I won't think Nicholson's that cool. You walk away, you're like, nah, he's that fucking cool. He is, right? Yeah. He's just the coolest dude. And the fact that he was roommates with uh that guy Robert Town who wrote the movie. And like they're just and then you see them they're at Lakers games together like sixty years later. How fucking cool is that? Awesome. You're just roommates with this guy. You make one of the best movies ever. Polanski's not here anymore. But uh yeah. <laughs> but Robert Town. Yeah, but respect. <laughs> respect. Hey, I never saw his films, but you yeah, know, the yeah, other yeah, stuff. Yeah, I cool. like how he Very conducts cool. himself yeah. in a hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> You've been listening to SiriusXM's Jim Norton and Sam Roberts. New episodes every Tuesday with full shows weekday mornings at 8 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Channel 103. Visit SiriusXM.com slash Jim and Sam for a free three-month special offer.